Do you ever feel like nobody is listening to you in sporting life? Do you watch a team play and think that you could do it better, or that you could manage it better? Do you sit at home and wonder what the people in charge are actually doing? If you can relate to any of these feelings, then stop right there and celebrate, because you've found the perfect outlet to share your opinions and views, the Football Ranter Podcast. You Southern Shandy drinkers can get fucked as the North rules the Premier League. Go on, tell me otherwise and that Astrid Bird best stick to OnlyFans as she knows jack about football. Is this how you feel about football? Do you love the North, but hate the South? Is Klopp an idiot? Would you drop kick pep? Do you dream of having hair like Arteta? Do West Ham fans remind you of orcs? Does Harry Kane spit a lot? Is the MLS a home for has-beens? If so then Football Ranter is your home. Listen up. This damn podcast ain't for the faint-hearted. We're talking mature themes and adult content here, so don't come crying to us if it offends your delicate sensibilities. Consider this your only warning. Hello, hello. A-Bomb here once again. Welcome back to Football Ranter podcast, episode number four. First of all, I can't believe we've got to four episodes already. It's absolutely flying by. But today's a little bit different. We are on Football Ranter podcast number four, but today we launched the first Rantasia. What podcast number four? Rantasia number one. With me as always, I've got El Chapo. El Chapo, tell us what Rantasia is. So, hey, Bomb, thank you, and thank you to everybody that's listening. We've had some amazing feedback. So let me just warn everybody before we start. This is our first Rantasia. This is some of the, this was one of our original ideas. This is mature content for over 18s. If you are easily offended, can I suggest you listen to something else right now? Stop, email us or whatever. Um, if you don't like it, we will actually uh, probably ridicule you. But it is an over 18s. It is mature content. There will be swearing. There will be lots of swearing. In fact, there will be some quite hostile swearing when it comes to football. So that's the concept of Rantasia. It's about you telling us what you think about your team. doesn't matter if you're Premiership or all the way down you know, uh, into, into non-league area. This is it. This is for the fans. It's for the fans only. There's no interviews. We're going to just go straight hardcore, two-footed tackles all the way. Fantastic. I mean, this again, like El Chafo says, this was where I think Football Ranter concept originally come from. And I know it's one that we've all been looking forward to doing. With us as always, producer Dr. Q. How are we doing, sir? Hey. As you can tell, Dr. Q, thoroughly looking forward to Rantasia. I mean... If you can sum up in a sentence, Q, how does it feel to do our first Rantasia? Yeah, it's good. Fantastic, fantastic. As always, enigmatic, charismatic, enigmatic you can find. That's our Dr. Q. Now, it's a little bit off the cuff, people. Bear with us. So, to set the scene, our first Rantasia is taking place between the first weekend of Premier League football and the second weekend. There's been lots of talking point not just from the Premier League, there's been lots of talking point from the Football League and non-league. And this week we have got some rants that have been sent into us and we've always we've also been trawling social media for some of the best things that we have found. So I think Rantasia, number one, 
I think we should start El Chapo. Give us your first rant. Tell us what you've been finding. So, Abom, thank you for that. So, my first, my first rant. It's not really a rant. It's more. A, I think it's more an observation. It comes from a, a young lady called Rivana TTV, and it's resp- it's in response to a guy called Space Invader who said, and I quote: "Football is king. You just suck at life. Hence, you work." Tyt. Take your time. Yeah. So now, now you know. I I, I thought that was a, that was a bit harsh, but um, you as I read on. Um, she so said, "Now her response. Uh, now, now her response. What? Imagine, imagine being this angry that I said soccer is better than American football. Now, first and foremost, you know this Rivana. Fuck off! It's football. End of story. It's not soccer. And Space Invader is obviously a massive twat because all he does is work at Walmart. But you can see that the Americans are actually totally not in touch with reality because if they honestly think that American football is better than football, then." Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think, Doctor Q? Um, well, I I like American football, but let's let's have a reality check for a second. If you have to keep stopping a game over and over to give people a chance to eat more, then I'm I'm not sure how much sport is going on. <laughs> Fair comment. Fair comment. I mean, for my, t- my my two pence on this, again, I'm quite a big American football fan, as you know. Uh, and I think if I was American, I would probably potentially feel the same. That's the sport they know. That's what they grew up with. That's their king over there. I mean, they're wrong, but that's the way I would feel also. Um, I mean, I get the tweet. I get the, um, you know, I get the angst there. I think that's fair enough. Uh, was there any um, continuation on that one, Chapo? No, that that was it, mate. That was it. His view is she's um, she sucks at life so much, right? That she has to have to work. Now, my apologies. You know, most of us do. So obviously, uh, Space Invader was um, you know rich, and uh, maybe he owns an American football team. But you know, my view is go fuck yourself. You know, at the end of the day, it's not soccer; it's football. We invented it. You know, that's it. Get over yourself. I mean, maybe it's probably maybe he actually is a space invader. Maybe that's what he does as a job. Maybe he works for NASA. Or maybe his space has been invaded, invaded repeatedly. I think he works in Walmart, if I'm honest with you. I think he's one of them guys that goes on the uh, those videos that you see on TikTok where everybody's raiding and stealing shit. That is what I'm thinking Space Invaders is all about. That's Asda in Croydon. <laughs> he sounds like a school shooting waiting to happen. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. But what about you, Q, mate? What you got for us? Well, I've, see, I'm a particular fan of the... Hashtag, insert name here, out. Yeah, because yep. I think that brings up a lot of, well, what's the best way to put it? The worst in humanity. Um, so where I'll start, is there's two in one here. And uh, most of mine all go along the theme of hashtag, insert name here, out. And this one's about Sean Dyche, because I figured, you know. <laughs> Already. Our, our worm-eating friend is is not already not popular with the blue eyes. Now I must just, die. I must just <laughs> say as well that when I'm reading these, I am not of the belief that they are the majority of that team's fans' opinions. But this is just some of the. This is our point with this entire show is how mental some football fans are. So let's start with Chavez or at Chavez boy. That's with three eyes um 
I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if Chavez is his real name or whether he's just a big fan of Julio Cesar Chavez, the boxing legend, but I'm thinking not. Um, remember when, as an amateur player, you thought you could do better as a professional? I honestly know I could do better than Keane and wire a socket whilst not losing us a game. Hashtag die shout. Now, there's a couple of things to go over there. One, no, you couldn't. Two, <laughs> I'm probably fairly sure you can't wire a socket. Three, I'm fairly stunned that all of this is spelt correctly. Um, and four, Chavez, I... It doesn't matter how much amateur football you played. It it makes no difference. You can be entitled to your opinion that you want Dice out. Okay. It's only been one game, but whatever. It <clears throat> I don't understand how a football fan who you know, we've all played football, right? And I'm the first to go, I'm not very good. Even though, like at my school, I was one of one of the better footballers. And growing up, one of the better footballers. But I am still, in the large scheme of things, not very good. So I don't understand how Chavez... And Chavez boy, I haven't obviously seen play football. But I'm fairly sure he's not as good as Keane. Um, so there's that. And then there's Jamie Burns, uh, who is at Jamie Elf Burns, which... Interesting, sounds- interesting middle name. Yeah, is that a sexual disease? That sounds like a our dot man. I've got a big bad case of dripping elf burns. It sounds like something that you shouldn't do to a small person, but <laughs> I, 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 I don't, I don't know. You know, I, I, I don't want to offend anyone there with, you know, with what names we are and aren't allowed to call people these days. But, but, but you don't burn them. You know, whoever they are, you know, whatever we're calling it. You don't want to roll in. You don't want to roll in a patch of elf burns just in case something happens. No. Or is it? Or is it referring to the sideburns of an elf? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, to be fair, if it was a sideburns of an elf, they would be quite small. Yeah, they would. Yeah. They would. It would be more tufts. Wouldn't there be more tufts than sideburns? Oh, I would say. But they, but if they I may interject on this one just briefly. <laughs> There's just just for you know to, to sit on that fence a little bit. We have got no proof that Chavez isn't an electrician. Okay, he could Boy. well be an electrician. Okay, so I think Chavez. Chavez let's, let's, let's say he might be able to, you know, fuse a socket or whatever he's claiming to do. Mm. Now could be an electrician. On this exactly, he could be exactly. He could be a Mexican electrician working in Merseyside. Boy. You know, they, they must exist. Um, <laughs> But on the second point, I guarantee he's not as good as Keane. Whether that actually be Michael Keane, Moisey Keane, or even Roy Keane. He ain't as good as any of those. And he never will be, and he never was. I suspect he's probably that. not even as good as Keane, the band, are playing football. Yeah. I don't, you know. Yeah. And I, I bet he's a shit Batman as well. Well, the thing is, is that he, he's saying, I honestly know I could do better than Keane whilst... I wire a socket. Yeah. Ah, maybe, maybe he sings on the building side. My only issue maybe, with maybe... that is, though, what is electricity doing on a football pitch? I Well, the, I don't know. So you'd assume you'd have to be nearly electricity, in which case you're asking for passes that Everton aren't really producing right now, no. if we're honest. Yeah. You know, it's a bit like the old 
you know, the old Jasper Carrot joke, which is Glenn Hoddle's found God. It's like, fucking hell, what a pass that was. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, Everton's football over the past year hasn't been that electrifying. Well, that brings well, nice. That brings me on to my next one, which is Jamie Elkburns. We have nine attempts on target to two, yet lose zero to one because the ginger bellend persists with playing Neil, capital letters, fucking mobile as a striker. Dice, hashtag Dice out. I, you know, I. <laughs> that kind I'm of, liking Elfred. That kind of strong level of analysis is, um, it's hard to argue with, you know, especially when I, you. I, when you've got fucking written in um, capital letters, I mean, you know, it's shouting, um, shouting on a tweet. That's that's hardcore. That, that means you mean business, doesn't it, it? It is, yeah, and and yeah, and also where he's written, we have nine attempts on target to two, yet lose zero to one. Seems a very strange way to put that. Like you, you lost one nil. You don't, yeah. you don't need to put what way round you were. Well, to be fair, away. he was being correct because they were the home team. So you, to be fair, he's being factually correct. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's, he's sounding like We're not a doing the, pools, at the same though. time. It's, yeah. it's, you know, to be factually correct, to go, we have nine attempts on target to two, yet lose zero to one. Okay, yeah, cool. You're factually correct. Dot, dot, dot. Because the ginger bell emphasis we're playing Neil fucking Mopai. It kind of ruins your factually correct bit that begins. <laughs> he's doing so well, wasn't he? He was doing so well. I'm going to back up Elfman. I'm going to call him Elfman because I can't remember the full thing already. Why, why not? Because... Because I don't think Sean Dyche done Everton fans any favour. Did you see Sean Dyche, who's now infamous quote that he actually said um, to actually oh, God, no. motivate the Everton fans and get them going? So Sean Dyche's quote, if you look on Twitter, was, no word of a lie, Everton must score a goal. That that literally was his, his quote. Yeah. And many people have said in return, well, that's um, lofty heights for um, the ambition this season. Everton must score a goal. So, in that regard, I get the frustration. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I, I like Ginger Bellend myself. I think that's actually quite a good one. I mean, your Bellend is something you definitely don't want near Ginger, um, the spice, or. <laughs> or anything. Yeah. Or anything. Or the drug. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or root ginger either. No. 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 That's, so, that's, that's, that's my first one. Uh, uh, from from the lovely corner of Merseyside. Fantastic. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, pitch in here, and I'm gonna bring one up that actually wasn't gonna bring up till later. But as we're on the subject of hashtag insert name out, I also have one hashtag insert out. Um, this was actually for a manager who actually won his first game at the weekend, uh, which doesn't often happen. Um, we are talking about Mikel Arteta, Arsenal manager. Oh. So um, there's 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 a there's a guy on Twitter that some people may or may not be familiar with. His uh, handle is at Guna Till I Die Nineteen. So uh, the nineteenth in line to the Guna Till I Die throne. Uh, you know, <laughs> okay. not quite as strong as the eighteen before him, but he's still around. But better known as Kind Guna. Um, oh, he's he's a guy. He's he's like uh, Kind Guna is he's such a. I don't know what I don't really know how to put it. He's he's such a bellend. I think is a ginger fucking bellend is what he is. But but there you go. Um, yeah, I mean he could well be. He could. I mean, all I'm gonna all I'm gonna do is read out the tweet he put. I mean, give him a follow if you want a bit of entertainment. 
after the after Arsenal did pick up their first three points of the season, genuine question to any Arsenal fan that owns more than two brain cells: What is Mikel Arteta actually good at? Hashtag Arteta out. El Chapo, Arsenal fan, thoughts. Well, so he is the biggest. It, it, <laughs> sorry, I can't actually believe after last season <clears throat> where we are now. And we have said it wasn't actually a particularly good game. Yes. If it was the first of the season, it wasn't a particularly good game. But I think actually from the first game, the fact that we've got some silverware already, right, um, and, and, and we're actually there, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, fucking you know, it's a bit early for the um, hashtag out. Uh, from Mr. Kangoni. So, so yeah, uh, my view is um, I think he's a great candidate to be fired from a clown cannon into a vat of hot, steaming piss. Yeah, I can't, I literally cannot disagree with you on that one. I mean, I, I've, do you know what? Funnily enough, he's, it's one of his tweets I actually found as well. Now, do I, share, I, do yeah, share. I'm going to add, Arteta. Oh, this, again, this is kind of Guna, Guna till I die 19th in line to the throne. Um, Arteta is a fucking criminal. Um, Havertz <laughs> allowed to do fuck all at home to Forest. 70 minutes, no subs. Hashtag Arteta out now. And also... Oh, is that it now? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And the other one was fifth season, 700 million spent. I'm not sure that's true. Tactics all over the place. Players out of position. Struggling to beat an awful Forest team at home. Arteta out always, forever, full stop. What do you lot see in this manager? Do you fancy him? I'm so confused. Now, he certainly is confused. And... Definitely. In general, I'd say. In general. In well, life, kind of, his title being kind Guna is, is misleading. A misnomer. Yeah, a bit yeah, of a misnomer right there. Yeah, a good so. read of it. I mean, like he's literally the opposite of kind, you know, yeah, it, and probably the opposite of a gooner, really. Well, the thing is, it's like Jeffrey Dahmer calling himself Happy Eater. You know, it, it's not <laughs> kids' meal. It might be factually correct at moments in time, but it doesn't describe exactly what you are. Um, no. Kind gooner <laughs> is not. He's. I'm not sure he's in touch with reality. Or in no. in touch with anything or anyone apart from himself. I I think yeah. it's I, I genuinely I, ge- I genuinely think it's one of them situations with Kainguna really that when you actually are in a mental asylum you should not be allowed access to a social media platform. Simple as that. I, and and I'm all for rehabilitation, but genuinely that guy shouldn't be allowed. You know, unless he's heavily medicated, get the meds on Kainguna. You need it. I, I, mean, don't, for, for a while. I don't know that I can agree with that. I think that the heavily medicated and non-heavily medicated in mental hospitals are the people that I want to read their tweets. I want to read <laughs> what they've got to say. We'll never show without them. <laughs> well, they are what I like to think of as just, you know, past the time gold. It's it's the kind of thing <laughs> that I want to read. They're out there, you know. They're out there. They're on the front lines. They're amongst us. They look like you and me. They, we don't know. You know, they are, <laughs> they are everywhere. I mean, what happened? We used to hide the stupid people. What the fuck happened? Well, no, Social media. Happened. <laughs> well, now we just got them on TV going, yeah, I'm fucking stupid. I can't fucking read. 
I'll tell, you, I'll, tell you I'll tell you what happened is during, during Cameron's reign as uh, Prime Minister, he privatised um, 70% of the uh, mental hospitals um, to American companies and um, Kain Gunas kind of, you know, slipped through the net there. So I, I think from my perspective, mate... Yeah, yeah, yeah but when did they privatise intelligence? I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, to be I fair, that. I think intelligence might have been privatised for some time. It's just not been as publicly known. What, or they're keeping it a fucking secret. It's one of the two. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's 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 culminating in things like kind Guna and Chavez Boy. <laughs> People that let's Boy! face it should be hidden in a fucking basement and fed fish heads. Like what? Oh. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, we could probably. I mean, we could probably do a whole show on kind Guna's tweets because trust me, there is a good library in there. So yeah. I do encourage any listener if they want to. You know, oh, have a laugh. To say. He has got a lot to say. Lot, most of it, if not all of it, is yeah. a complete load of bollocks. Total but, shit. Yeah. But if you do want to look at someone starting oh. bollocks, then by all means, give it a go. He has a lot of opinions. Which listen, opinions are like arseholes. We've all got one. But <laughs> he some are full of shit though. Oh, he knows the square root of fuck all about football. <laughs> and he knows he hey, 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 hang on, hang on. I won't have that said. He plays FIFA when he gets home from school. He doesn't know how to use a fucking PlayStation <laughs> Fuck me. It's just, I'm surprised he's even he, managed he, to still, fucking use a phone. He's still trying to work out an abacus. Give uh, me a break. Abacus, go and spell abacus, the fucking cunt. <laughs> Should we move on? I, I think so. we could talk about that. Should we move on? Um, I think that's back to El Chapo now. El Chapo, I mean, what else you got? Else I'm you gonna got? the ante. Just, just, I'm, I'm just gonna, just gonna tweak it. I'm gonna bring it up a little bit. I'm gonna, you know, tweak the nose. And it's um, something actually from the Manchester United game. It was full of a little bit of uh, the Manchester United Wolves game. It's a bit of controversy, and it's from the good people at Paddy Power. Now I have to say that the Paddy Power tweets are generally, generally very good. So it says Simon, and what they're referring to is Simon Hooper, who was actually the ref, the ref of the game, said, Simon, having watched a replay of the Anana incident, you can clearly see the Man United badge on his shirt. So don't bother coming over to the screen to check. Cheers. VAR. But the best one is what I really loved was, <laughs> which in its own right I thought was quite funny. Um, but the best one was from at Retro Kenneth, who um, had, had who responded to this. Every single Man United fan would say that was a pen. Well, Retro, I, I think they would say fuck off and they'll take that anyway. And he said, but Cara and Gary will say it wasn't because they stink of Marmite piss. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Ma- Marmite I'm piss. Marmite piss. <laughs> how you can bring a yeast infection into a VAR... Um, a v- Oh, decision. I have no idea, but genuinely, genuinely. Retro Kenneth, can you say that? Because Kara and Gary uh, will say it wasn't because they stink of Marmite piss. So while we're on the topic of the Manchester United, again, I found a couple of things on that game. And also, we found... Marmite piss! Marmite piss! What is that? Before before we go back to that, before we go back to that, first and foremost, do you do we are we of the opinion that Caro and Gary both stink of Marmite piss? Like I just want to know. I want to I want to get that out of the way. I think there's two things. Work. One, I don't, I don't mind the smell about. of Marmite, but I don't like the smell <laughs> of piss. 
So if it's more on the Marmite side, it might be all right. Do you know what I mean? But it depends on what is the more overpowering smell in that for me. Don't mind the smell of Marmite. I can live with that. But I don't know. Is it going to be like a damp Marmite smell or is there going to be an acidic twist in the air? Yeah. I don't know. I need to know more. Is it, you'd, would you... Would you... No, would, no, if it's marmite would you put it on your crumpet? That's what I want to know. No. If it's marmite, yeah, is but it, not if it was marmite piss. It would sleep. It would, does it, it, would, burn? it would saturate your crumpet for a start. That is true. Well, you know, that's, yeah, so, you know, it's, it's it, yeah, so I, I thought it was very interesting. But I do actually think. about it's fucking urine. <laughs> so I said to you, I was going to up it a notch. But <laughs> so far, it's like we're talking about assholes and urine. Yeah, well. there we go. So, there's, there's a lot of, so, so, but I've got to say, it was a blatant penalty. But there's no two ways about it. Wolves should have won that about seven nil. Uh, but there yeah. you go. But it was yeah, a blatant it penalty. It wasn't close, was it? All so, the okay, refs. Gold, sorry. About that, you said it should have been a penalty. There was a, a lovely little tweet that I noticed from um, Ninian Opinion, which I think is a great handle, by the way. Like explaining that, like to the misses that. that even if one is nearly beheaded at Old Trafford. Under no circumstances is a penalty to be given against United. Fair comment. Yeah, yeah. Fair comment. I, t- I tend to agree. It, but the interesting thing is, hang on a sec. So hang on. So so all those three points, and I know certainly in the season, those three points could be different between relegation. It could be different between Europe. Could be different between everything, right? Um, for for both these clubs, and um, all of the refereeing staff at the VAR and at Shield Pitch. They've all been banned from playing fucking, yeah, from being refs for God knows how long. So, so I've got to sit there and think, but I do think, I, I do think though, the more important point is Kara and Gary definitely stink of Marmite Piss. I, I'm just putting it out there. Maybe we should start the hashtag Marmite Piss and see how far we can get it. I think so. To send just, it put it the, just put it at the end of everything. Like, dash out <laughs> hashtag Marmite Piss. Stuff like that and see what, see if we can get it going. Right. I don't think that's looking at his... not agree with us right now. But, uh, Absolute know. fucking madness. He did say, to be fair, before <laughs> we went on air, Dots Q did say, you know, but no holds barred, but stay clear of piss. You know, and we've already, <laughs> we've already broken what, that one. When, when does it... Wait, 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 in what world, like, when do you have to tell people to not stay clear of piss? I don't... It's it just... Yeah, it's some people are into that stuff. Some people yeah. like all that. Don't, you know, don't put your head in the lion enclosure. <laughs> you know, don't don't lie on a zebra crossing. You know, don't play on the motorway. Steer clear of piss. It yeah. just they all go to. Oh, oh, <laughs> also, also um, can everyone uh, as part of this podcast? I'm sure we are going to play uh, a beautiful clip we had. Um, from a, a fan telling them what his views were on the Manchester United game. So do oh, keep an eye out for our socials for, for that one as well. Um, that will be it, it was a thing of beauty. A thing do you of know beauty. what? And on that note, I have something from the red corner of Merseyside. <laughs> so let me bring you to the wonderful, wonderful... And this is another channel that's worth having a look at on the the tweet network. Think LFC TV. (laughs) At Think LFC TV. Forget waiting till October to write this season off. I'm calling it right now. Liverpool Football Club season is over. Another wasted season. Hashtag clop out. 
and take Wataru Endo and pigeon face Pep Linders with you. I mean, there's a lot to unpack there. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to say with that one. Well, hashtag clop out. I mean, you know, this is a manager that literally won them every single trophy available. Um, yeah. Also, forget wait until October to to call it off. I mean, October still fairly early to be saying your season's over, but he's calling it right now after a one-all draw with what I thought was a very good Chelsea side away from home as well. Um, Liverpool and he's he's full named them as well, a bit like when you get out of go out when you're a kid. They've been full named Liverpool Football Club. Season is over. I mean, nice and positive. Yeah, I don't know what. I don't know what fans want sometimes. I'm not really sure. I mean, Liverpool fans obviously might have a bit of the ump because of the whole uh, Casado business. Labia, anyone really who don't want to join them, basically. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's it's not like they have a bad team. You know, we're not talking about like they'll, they'll be in relegation problems. It's they have a good side and they have a manager who, like I say, has won them everything under the sun. This is the problem. Football fans, the more success you give them, the worse they become. That is very, very true. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. So, like, as you, you guys know, I'm an Aston Villa fan. So, generally, I'm right now, I'm quite happy with, with Villa. And even when we were down in the championship, you know, we're not going bust. You know, we're not, we're not like, you know, going to go under. It's, we still like pretty much sell out Villa Park every week. We've got good away attendance. We play fairly decent games, you know, and even with the spanking we got on Sunday from Newcastle. So what? Newcastle are really good. You know, what? what I mean, some of the shit I've read. Some of the shit I've read from Villa fans, it's just like, do you, do you even like the club? Yeah, you know, actually, do you even like football? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, come on, come on, Rantasia. This is where we need you. Well, the thing is, is that you know, as I believe, you guys know, I believe, football is all about collective misery, and misery likes company, and that's why. <laughs> that's why it's so easy to harness that in a football stadium. You know, it's, yeah. it's why some places. And don't get me wrong, Villa Park, when things are going wrong, is a bad place to be. It's, it, it can get very, very dark very quickly. And it's, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's like, it's destroying your own sort of fun and joy. Do you know what I mean? You set yourself up for misery by having that kind of attitude. I, well, I agree. You know, once upon a time, I, I used to, uh, I used to play in a band and, you know, and used to play guitar and stuff like that. And I remember being asked once when I was playing in like quite a heavy rock band, someone went, do you ever like smash up your instruments? Like old punk style, and I was like, "No, like, <laughs> why would I do that? Like, this is a really nice guitar. That's like keying my own car. Like, you know, it, it's same principle as why do people, you know, don't hit your missus? That's your missus. What's the point in doing that? Like, it's just, it's a ridiculous thing to do. Forget the fact that domestic violence is bad, but the fact that, like, why? Why would you do that? And uh, this." kind of falls under the same thing. Yeah, you can moan about your club, but there has to be a line, surely. And clop out and saying that your season's over 
after one ninety minutes of football. Well, well, let's let's face it. There's a, there's a couple of things that that they can't buy anybody at the moment. So not for love and the money, because um, Todd Bowley buys every every any play. I, I think we should just start making things up. Saying, oh, we we should be going for this, that, and the other. But Todd Bowley is uh, buying absolutely everything. They can't buy. You know, they've got uh, Lavia. They've got like you know, Casado both turned around and said, I don't want to go to Liverpool. Casado and Lavia sounds like diseases. But to be honest with you, I don't feel sorry for Liverpool one bit. Like, oh, I've never been a right. massive fan of that club and finally players are getting wise. But um, that's for another day for another discussion. Um, well, no, I mean, look, to... I grew up in the era when Liverpool were dominating, so I, I really didn't like them. As years have gone on, I, you know, as I got older, I don't hate football clubs anymore. You know, even Birmingham and, uh, you know, I don't hate them. You know, we both have a rivalry that's similar towards each other, so we both actually quite understanding of each other. It's never, it's not. I don't feel hatred towards them. You know, not like West Brom, they're fucking shit. But um, it, it's it, it's a weird one. You know, Liverpool. I've always had this thing with where I'm like, you, do, they don't, they don't ever enjoy it when it's there. You know. Come on, clop out, really? That's really? what I mean. That's way that's so off the scale, and it's <laughs> and plus think LFC TV. They got their own channel, like yeah. they're broadcasting this horse shit. You know, <laughs> they are literally. They need to brilliant. get a clip of it. And who's need pig- to get a clip of it. Who is pigeon face Pep Linders? <laughs> who the fuck is that? <laughs> I like him already. Whoever he is, I really like him. Wataru Endo, who apparently they've signed. Who, uh, 30-year-old from Stuttgart, a, you know. Jap- Japanese player. Yeah, yeah, Japanese player, isn't he? Oh, yeah. yeah I, saw I saw one of the other tweets said he was <laughs> described as a Japanese Milner, which just sounds like... Well, old, old and broken? or oh, just, just, just sounded like a weird... Say. Hey, James Milner is still a brilliant footballer. <laughs> They didn't say he was okay. so he was slow. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. just ticking off on the list of things that we've covered already tonight. So I've got ourselves, piss, domestic violence. Have I missed anything so far? Or, you know. I've, I've got one for you. I've got murder. Oh, wow. okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, another turn no, I didn't the, see coming, but the beauty of the That's Nice little segue on to and Jonesy Xe. Uh, he says, "I honestly believe you could murder someone in the United in United's penalty area, at Old Trafford, and get away with it." Mm. A bit like the beheading, really. I suppose beheading is murder as well. I mean, yeah. shocking stuff. Shocking stuff. Um, boys, <laughs> I'm going to take us down a couple of notches in the tier. So I'm going to go down to Let's League One. But I've had a couple oh. of things from League One, and we've had actually. One of these sent in. So about actually a message sent in from someone who just likes to be known as T.O. But nothing else oh. to go on. Um, Timo Werner. I have to assume that this is a Cambridge fan uh, because okay. this got sent in after Cambridge lost to Stevenage Vara. Or, or just go Stevenage FC on Tuesday night. They lost at home. Yep. And all he's simply put is Stevenage are a Tim Pot club. And Steve Evans, paint manager, as you know, is a crime to football. <laughs> so um I don't disagree with that. <laughs> do you know what? I mean like I can see the point. He he sent this in the morning after they lost two one to Stevenage, who are in theory probably the closest rivals to Cambridge alongside Peterborough. 
that equal distance between the two. Um, they lost at home. From what I gather, it was they lost at home very well, 2-1, but they were well beaten. Um, and I think what pissed him off the most was, if anyone's seen it back after, Steve Evans went on. He's a big guy, Steve Evans, isn't he? He's a, he's a big lad, and he still dresses in a full you know shirt and tie. And he decided to go on the pitch after and literally celebrate like they'd won the Premier League. Not like they'd won a match in League One. He was having the crowd going, wee, wee, all that lark. And he was also doing a bit of a classic shithousery to the Cambridge fans, putting his his uh, hand up to his ear and, and stuff like that. I mean, Stevenage fans obviously love him. Um, not so much other fans. So let, let's, let's take it one by one. Stevenage are a tin pot club. Don't really think Cambridge can be talking about that, Stevenage. They've pretty much got a similar history, pretty much got similar size fan base and stadium. Maybe their maybe their town is a little nicer, but I'm not going to get into that argument right now. Um, but Q, I'm interested. Steve Evans is a crime to football. You you tend to agree with that, do tell. Oh yeah, he's a total fucking parasite. He's it just <laughs> just taking that off. Parasite. Yeah. Parasite. Yeah. Is, is he um, uh, yeah a parasitic infestation or where are we going with the parasite? No, he's just horrible. He's a horrible guy. He's just fucking... I don't... No, nah, no. Nah. He's just got no class. It's just... And all the teams that he's been to around leagues as well, he's tend to always have the cash to spend, hasn't he? And I just... My first sort of moment of coming across him was when... Who was he in charge of when they played Man United in the FA Cup? So... He done really well at Crawley, didn't he? He got Crawley up from the conference up to League One. That was where mm. he kind of first got his name. He went to Rotherham, didn't he? Then it was yeah. Leeds for a little while, and then um, plodded around think, the lower. I leagues think it was at Crawley they played Man United, and in the cup, and it so they were on, it, it was on BBC. And he was saying, oh, "I'm going to go and have a glass of red wine with Fergie afterwards." Blah blah blah. Oh, and just like what? Like Fergie was going to sit there and go, oh, Steve, you know, you got any tips from people in the lower lip? I don't give a fuck who you are. Like, fuck off. Like, it's just such a... It just it reminds me of just a less talented fucking big Ron. So I think the best thing, I've, the best story I've heard about Steve Evans... I've, I've got a soft spot for Stevenage, okay? Like, they are my local team. As you know, I do go and watch them from time to time. Um... Don't necessarily mean I like him. I think his football's a little outdated, but at the moment he's getting results. But my favourite story about him was what I've heard from a player reading their um, their autobiography. It was a however it was now ex Leeds player. So when Steve Evans went to manage Leeds, he was managing basically players who had come down from the Premier League, who were like decent professionals, been there, done that. A lot of them have been quite successful. And in the training session, he kept comparing them to Crawley. What we done at Crawley was this. The way we done it, played at Crawley was this. And shockingly, he lost the dressing room. I mean, it's a really a surprise going to a club like Leeds and comparing them to Crawley that he didn't succeed. But uh, such is life. But um, yeah. I'd like to hear more from, from T.O. and his opinions as we go on, T.O. So uh, got your email address. So um, we may well be in touch. Do tell us more about your love for Stephen and Steve Evans. Don't, he's a wanker. I, I, th- I think he's a media-loving wankstain, but there you go. Oh, he is. I, I, oh, my God, isn't he? He's like a shit Barry Fry. <laughs> he just... <It's>, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I bet he suffers from Marmite piss as well. I'm just saying. Just saying Steve suffers from Marmite, Marmite piss on him. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe Kazza and Gus. Fuck it, fuck it. Yeah, back just on the back on piss. But gang, Mar might piss them. But listen, I, I, I'm going to finish off with yeah, an email. Absolutely. So just to everybody yeah. out there, so so if you want to actually come in as part of Rantasia, if you just email um, shouter at um, uh, footballranter.com. Just give your views um, on there, and we'll give and we'll, we'll put the number out as well. But it's from a, a, a user called Anog Three, so not really come across. Yeah, it's a very interesting. It was a, 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 a email that came in, and I think he's a borough fan because what he said is, and and I quite, and I'm going to read this verbatim. Right, and the email said Michael Carrick is the biggest chinned fuckwit the world has seen in a long time. People hail him as the saviour of, of Borough, but honestly, I would rather be placed in a vat of diarrhoea head first and have a hot poker stuck up my ass than agree with that fuck nugget style of football. Just look at the opening day shots on goals and how many on target, then the chromosomal deficient stinky love stick sells our best striker. Well, I can tell you, Carrick, fuck off, just fuck off. Wow, that was that was scathing. That was scathing that was... to a, to to somebody who got got him to the playoff semi-finals last year, didn't he? He did. Apparently fucked it up. Yeah, apparently fucked him up. But also, you know, apparently was... they haven't won in nine games. They back in the last season, beginning of this season. So hmm. they were when they couldn't when they didn't get automatic promotion, they dropped off completely. And they've not they've won three games this season. They've lost. And they didn't win the last four of last season. So yeah, form ain't good. So we've got Marmite Piss and Stinky Lovestick, which I think is uh, very, very interesting, really, Why the way this is going. Don't you end up getting a Stinky Lovestick because you've got Marmite Piss? <laughs> got Marmite Piss. I, have, I don't know. I'm, a do- I'm not a dancer. You are. I'm not. So um, well, I, I think have, that was... Just a... <laughs> to clarify, my name might be Dr. Q, but don't be relying on me to resuscitate you or uh, yeah. anything like that. It's not that he can't, he just chooses not to. Oh, no, yeah. absolutely. If anybody that knows me well in the event of a fire alarm, I will trample your sorry fucking ass to get out of here. Yeah. There'll be none of so, the, uh, filing in a neat queue. Yeah, large-chinned large fuckwit. Well, he does have a big jaw. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to lie, and I can understand why, as a Middlesbrough fan, you would be a little bit angsty about you know, the current situation. And I think it was 15 shots on goal in the opening um, game, and uh, 15 shots on goal, two of them on target, something like two or three of them. So I can understand that <laughs> why Anog was just feeling a little bit, you know, stressy. I don't, how, know. I don't know, maybe. How hard <laughs> must it be, like, Roy Keane must have found this. I know there's stories about Glenn Hoddle, Doug Leash, Kevin Keegan. To go and manage a team where you're still fairly sure that when you stood on the training pitch, you're still the best player there. Yeah. Yeah. That must be hard. You know, like, there's a good story about Keane, isn't there, when he was going to pick up Robbie Savage and he rung him and it went to answer. By the neck. Well, no, he, he, he rung him, he went to answer phone, and it, it just went, I'm not here right now, what's up? Like the old Budweiser thing, and he said he just hung it up and went, I can't be fucking signing that. Like, <laughs> and, and apparently, like, there's a story of Glenn Hoddle and Ian Pearce, and Ian Pearce is rumoured to be leaving Chelsea and Blackburn won him. And so Glenn Hoddle to sort of teach him a lesson, sort of put him in his place. They're in front of all the uh, photographers at a Friday training session when they let the press in. 
and they do this thing where you put two cones down and you both stood opposite each other and you basically got to play the ball at the other player and you kind of, you know, you've got to be able to sort of take it down and, and then play it back. So basically it's all about trying to hit it at them as fast as you can so they can't control it. And Ian Pearce said he's getting it in the face, like in the stomach and everything. Bear in mind, it's Premier League footballer and a retired Glenn Hoddle. And he, he said the ball came back to him, Ian Pearce, and he said he hit it more true and straight than he ever hit a ball in his life and never did afterwards. And it was absolutely travelling. He said Glenn Hoddle just put his leg in the air at a right angle, caught it perfectly brought it down and blasted it at his face. <laughs> and he said he, he just like took his bib and his cone and just threw it and like walked I'm off. off. Yeah. <laughs> and I reckon it was just, you know, it was always like that with the likes of Glenn Hoddle. They just sort of like, apparently that's where the problems with France 98 came in when, you know, they said when David Beckham was brought into the, um, the team and they said, oh, is David Beckham the best free kicker in the, in the England setup? meaning like everybody involved. And he was like, well, he's the second best. So, well, who's the best? He's like, well, I am. And it's like, you can't manage players like that. That doesn't work. Like, you can't lord it. Yeah. It just... But Michael Carrick's always come across to me as being quite a... I don't know. He seemed fairly affable, decent well, kind of got, guy. Listen, you've got a fan who's prepared to be put head first into a vat of diarrhoea. And then have a hot poker shoved into his ass. Who's so, sleeping uh, a vat of diarrhea? Where are you finding <laughs> that? Don't think that. I can't. I can't help it. These, uh, I've, yeah, just the added diarrhea, I've just added diarrhea to the list, bro. Just to look <laughs> there you go. So, so that, that kind of wraps up my um, medley me. for the uh, first round. So, yeah. So, uh, Arnold's really upset. He's really, really upset with life. You know, we've seen, uh, you know, used to infected uh, TV presenters today, you know. I'd, I'd be upset if I lived in the vicinity of a vat of diarrhoea, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. who's would be prepared to go head first. Would you go head first into it? I don't know. I don't you know, do you... it. Why would you go <laughs> feet first into it, let alone head first, to be fair? Don't go anywhere you know, would you? Would you just? You know? Yeah. Does your Does your football manager wind you up so much that you would go headfirst into a vat of diarrhea? I have no idea. I don't know. I don't think I would. I don't think anyone's wound me up that much. So I'd be prepared to do that. I mean, let's just let's just put it in context. That's a lot of shit. A vat. Yeah, that's, that's a lot a of shit. Big enough to go headfirst and then have a hot poker rammed into your arm. That's ass. just not that's one a... person shit. Because if that was, you'd <laughs> that, that'd be a long while waiting. That's a lot of people. You know, let's, just, let's, let's, let's think about the logistics right here. About and that's a cruise ship. That, what, what, he thinks that whilst he's in that vat of shit, somebody is going to volunteer to ram a poker up his ass. <laughs> that's, that's no it, one's going to be know. in a mile of that shit. Literally. I mean, <laughs> exactly. while, we're, while we're talking about things being placed up posteriors. That brings me to yep. Slick Olis. That's at yes. Slick Olis. He's a Chelsea fan. And he says, nah. Listen. Nah. That's N-A-H. Nah. Hashtag. Nah. Potch out. Never oh, gave Hoare... Oh, <laughs> Never gave Hall a proper run out in pre-season. Instead, he forced Chilwell up our arse. Disgusting. There we go. Enough is enough. Maybe it's enough Hashtag mate, chill yeah. well out as well. Apparently he wants to get rid of players <laughs> and all. 
Fuck uh, you, Chilwell. Yeah. Well, ben Chilwell. Ben Chilwell, perfectly good defender. Perfectly good player. Absolutely. Um, very, very good player. Oh, very nice guy. Maurizio Pochettino, um, uh, from what I can see, hasn't really done anything wrong yet. But this guy, Slick Olish, has, has got a problem with him. Like, stat. He's just... Slick, come on. He's come on, not Slick. having yeah. it. Stop it. Stop and he's it. also... He's Stop added a, a large picture of Ben Chilwell with a big red cross. For, right. Has uh, he? Yeah. He's a little man. It, it's... Like angry it's, little man. Uh, yeah, there you go. Not good. No, it looks like a four-year-old's done that. No, not having that. I mean, not that just look to me. That just looks like he's on a like he he doesn't want to vote for him. Like, not that he yeah. wants Matt. He just doesn't want to vote for him well, as the next prime minister or something. You know? To me, it looks like something that you'd find on a serial killer's wall. But it's yeah. It's, when the job's done, that one. Yeah. On to yeah. the next one. Yeah, yeah, we've got that one. Killed that yeah. one. Reese James next. next. One. But he's, uh, yeah. So he's he's of the impression that it's time to buy a Pochettino. Uh, he's had long enough. Um, yeah, by Chelsea standards, it's been quite a while. So you know. oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the problem is, is when the worst thing, like we were saying before, worst thing sometimes teams can do is win, isn't it? So, like, yes, they've well, been. They haven't even done that, have they? They done that? What over the last twenty years, they've won everything, haven't they? Yeah, I'm just about last season. I've done too well. Well, I look, I'm, they've I'm, done all right. They've done all right. You know, I'll I mean? play devil's yeah. advocate. If you have one bad season out of twenty, where you're always winning cups, you know, whether it be top European honours or leagues and stuff, you know, they, they've they've more than repaid the sum of their parts. And changing managers all the time, even though I don't personally agree with it, the results of said it works so but then it, it was all under a different owner so we're starting to see how that different ownership actually made a difference fair enough well, the, fair enough late, the latest owner is is on huge amounts of drugs the way he's selling money oh he's spending money should i say he's absolutely insane but you know just a quick one while we're talking about chelsea i wasn't actually going to read this one out it was kind of something i i did i had though i um, i saw this one that come in saying about the about FFP and Chelsea. Interesting viewpoint, I thought. Chelsea aren't cheating. They're gambling. It's not original or clever. That's why no other club has done it before. It's insanely irresponsible, and the consequences of getting it wrong are disastrous. They're putting all their eggs in the Champions League basket. If they do not qualify for the Champions League, they could combust. Combust? Combust. Um, <laughs> and that was from um, someone who just goes by the name of JB. Right. Right. So, uh, interesting point, though. I mean, they, there's, there's something there. They're, they're, do, they're doing something that no other club has kind of done before in the way that they're conducting business. The thing what's got me a little bit is they didn't the rules come in like back in the last season about restricting contracts to five or six years after what Chelsea have been doing? Only for them to offer Saicedo another eight-year contract. Well, see, the reason why they can do that is because they're not in European competition. Is that uh, right? Yeah, so you, it's UEFA stipulation that you can't have over five-year contracts. And because yep. they're not in European competition, they don't have to pay any attention to that. Cheeky fuckers. Yeah, I, I, listen, I, they're not going to go bust because they could sell that club very easily to anyone. Yeah. It's, a, it's a massive money-making 
you know, organisation and is not going to not be that. They could have five, six seasons in a row where they don't get Champions League football. They could just sell to someone else. It, it, you know, the, it's not like they're going to be in masses of debt. It's, but at the same time, it is a dodgy road to go down. You know, it's it's a it's bad precedent. It's a bad precedent because unfortunately, this well, there's two ways this can go. It can work, and that means then that everyone will start doing it, and that then means that FFP doesn't really matter because you just give people eight year contracts, which means that the X amount of hundred millions you're spending is all divided out into those eight years. Um, but that would send other clubs bust that can't afford to do that. I say that's more the problem. I agree, indeed. All yeah. I know is it's definitely since Todd Bowley's come in and since they've started doing this, it has changed the mm-hmm. landscape on transfers. You know, mm-hmm. so you know, and not just incomings, but obviously Chelsea's outgoings as well have been affected, and they are, you know, fire selling, but still getting decent money for average players, really. But yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, is that the the, the selling process is is quite clever. You know, it is. They, unfortunately. They are choosy about who they sell to because they know they can get better prices from certain clubs, especially the, the Chelsea sell to promoter clubs quite a lot. You know, they also sell to clubs that uh, maybe were dicing with death the year before. You know, those are the clubs you want to sell to. They'll give you the money that you want because they know that that kind of player can change their season. Um, because of the such different golfing class, or they loan them out, you know, it's you know, which again, a gravy think, train, though, at Chelsea, and it's a little bit of a gravy train, yeah. Oh, oh it's, it's top level human trafficking. The other, um, sort of very large VAT diarrhea in the room that nobody's mentioning is the fact that obviously the Saudi investment fund that owns Newcastle United also own a big part of the Chelsea. Um, fund that Todd Bowley is. They've been funding Todd Bowley. So the bottom line with that, and I think we talked, we spoke about this the other just day. Just say right um, now, just put in El Trafo, alleged, alleged, uh, alleged. No, 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 just to uh, save our bacon should. for any legal purposes, Saudi Chelsea link at the moment is still alleged and unproven, but highly likely. Yeah. Okay. So either way, so so what we're seeing is that the um, Saudi clubs like you know Ruben Neves, for instance, to Newcastle United is going to be loaned. They reckon they're going to loan him back in January for nothing, zero. So that makes a total and utter mockery of everything that's going on. But listen, it's not what we're talking about. This is Rantasia. This is uh, this is yeah. We can leave the rest for our, for, for our own podcast. So in that note, can I can I add one more thing in before we close around the Rantasia? Yes, mate. Well, I have one more as well. Oh. Dr. Q, can we finish on yours? Actually, no. Do you want to finish on yours or should we finish on mine? What do you reckon? I don't mind. I don't mind. I'll, I'll tell you what, let's finish Brilliant. on yours. I'll, I'll do mine now because it's only a quick one. And, and the main thing about... Well, mine's this... a little bit longer, so yeah, that makes okay. sense. So the, the main thing about this, the great thing about some of these is that they're written as if they feel like it's an open letter to the manager. <laughs> yeah. As if they're going <laughs> to fucking read it or anyone's going to fucking care. Now, this is First from, of all, who is this from? This is from at Easy Free One. That's W O N. Easy Free One. <laughs> that is a shit right. name. Well, that's a shit name, mate. So it starts off out the blocks with exactly what you'd expect. Hashtag Ten Hag out. Fuck's <laughs> sake. <laughs> Time's up. Full stop. Fought long and hard. 
you're a bit weird. And the Cristiano stuff wasn't cool at Eric Ten Hag. So, he, you know, he's, he's added him in case Eric reads it and realises that, you know... He's, he's got a point, maybe. Yeah, well, he's, got, he's got a point. Was fun supporting you for a couple of weeks till you turned into Hitler and started spamming Dutch league players TikTok? A couple of things there. Okay. Um, you're a bit weird and the Cristiano stuff wasn't cool. Okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> he might be a bit weird. Don't think I've really noticed that, but it doesn't really come into the running of a club, I don't think. Cristiano <laughs> stuff wasn't cool. I think it's been proven over and over that the removal of Cristiano Ronaldo was the best thing for that club. 100%. Um, was fun supporting you for a couple of weeks? So he did. He did, did back him for a couple of weeks at least. You know, he's given him wow. that um, until you turned into Hitler. Always strange to go in that direction, yeah. I find, uh, yeah. when talking yeah. about anybody that isn't a genocidal maniac. Um, yeah. So you turned, in, turned into Hitler and started spamming Dutch league players. Now, I don't know that this guy knows his history that well, but no. Hitler, Hitler did more than spam Dutch people, if I remember <laughs> rightly. Yeah. Um, it was a little bit stronger than that, as is, you know, as we all know, I, he's got a strange term with this, comparing Ten Hag to Hitler. Don't really, and it doesn't really even say what his problem is with him. You know, we, we all watched the United game on Monday; they did look dreadful. But you know, there are there are a few new players there. There's a way of football that he wants them to play. It's quite obvious that he's trying to usher in a new age there. I think comparing him to um, one of the worst people in our historic timeline it's a strange way to do that what do you think? and to be fair there's no real history of hitler's managerial you know background <laughs> you don't know how good or yeah. bad he was really well i mean hitler never, never managed in a prem let's face yeah, it come on let's be I, fair. I think the problem with hitler is that he probably had slightly too big a coaching staff um yeah. that were used to used to be a lot of in-house fighting from what i know of and uh, the, the PR, however, their PR agency was pretty good. They got that whole nation sort of going behind them. He, um, he wasn't too keen on the foreigner rule, though, was he? He wasn't. Well, right. he was very good at taking his team to go play in Western Europe, but the Eastern yeah, Europe away games really didn't work out for him. If uh, Abon wants to finish up, so I'm going to finish up. I um, I found myself, as you do, casually falling into uh, a derby chat. Found myself into a, a a thread of Derby fans. You know, something I've, I've you know I can't lie. It's it's been done in the past. Probably be done again in the future. Um, they're an interesting bunch right now, Derby. So just to give you a little bit of background for things are not familiar, they're doing pretty shit right now. They've been in League One now. I think this is their second or third year coming into League One. In the past two years, they've been told they're going to walk League One, so they've been going in very very cock. You know, ball. You know, very, very confident. Um, hasn't quite worked out that way. So they've taken Paul Warren on, who's the manager. To say the fans are not too happy um, is is an understatement. So I'm going to read a couple of fairly, you know, I would say safe tweets from some fans. But the last one is where I'm kind of really wanting to listen to. So I don't understand not using your bench when chasing the game. Fresh legs, fresh ideas, someone to run in behind or someone to get the ball and find a pass. Absolutely fucking infuriating. Their best player on the pitch, the ref at a shy, but why not? We've lost. Doesn't quite make sense, but rather than put hashtag 
worn out, he's put hashtag twats. So which is a, which is quite a refreshing one. And that is uh that is Michaelino two nine one zero. Um quite a big clan, the Michaelinos, two thousand nine hundred and ten of those. Um, you know, obviously Brazilian, you know, descent for the in in Derby. Uh, so he's not very happy. Well, um, I mean ironic that you you know it should be Brazilian and twats. Exactly. I'm uh, going to just put that there and I'm going to add twats to the list, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Brazilian twats. Yeah. Specifically. Brazilian twats and Hitler. We've also got Mendes Lang is in a striker. Max Bird is in a number 10. Corey Smith is in a footballer. Um, so why do we still keep playing them? Square pegs in round holes in brackets still... Frustrated face, Derby County Football Club, Bosch. Um, we've also got this um, one win in nine competitive games for us at home. This is the most boring, aimless, ineffective football I've seen this club pay, play. Tactically inept is an understatement. Being outplayed by Oxford at home is unacceptable. Hashtag DFC, DFFC, hashtag DF, DCFC fans, hashtag worn out. Finally got there. Now we now we get to the ones I quite like. So this is um, Andy Buckley Taylor. Since 1969, the worst I've ever seen from a derby. Team. Hang on, hang on. Did you just say is, is this guy actually got a double fucking barrel name? Andy Buckley Taylor. Um, yeah, so he's he's firing out of the cannon. Yeah, along with Kyle Gooner into a vat of piss straight up. Yeah, Sorry, straight double up. barrel name. Get and, um, his his Twitter feed is at Buck Taylor. I think he's related to Buck Rogers, but I'm, I might yeah. be guessing. Okay, maybe I'm guessing. I don't yeah, know. Buck Fast, maybe. Maybe he drinks a lot of Buck Fast. That's about it. <laughs> Since 1969, the worst I've ever seen from a Derby team. The signings are simply dreadful. And he does pace and pause for a little bit. Uh, the formation is awful. Weak defence, lethargic midfield, and gutless up front. No excuses. The book stops with the manager. I don't book? quite think he means book. I mean... He's not fucking his name. Exactly. This is my point. He's called Buck Taylor and he couldn't bring himself to put his own name in that tweet, I think. So he's had to put the book stops with the manager. What I want to know is what book. Yeah. You know, what, what book, Buck, is what I'm gone with, asking. Gone with the right wind. Now. Is it gone with the wind? Maybe he's gone for like a Chaucer's tale, something like that, yeah. sort of tradition. I don't in know. In the middle of this, in the middle of this chain, the Nottingham Forest pan just pops in, by the way, oh. which I quite like. Pops in oh, now. Um, Steve Old Steve Oldham, sixty-seven, but also goes by Steve Nottingham Forest Football Club. HMS Pistol League going well with a picture of the Titanic going down, <laughs> which I quite enjoyed. <laughs> Nice shit house uh, with Boris. And then he just puts bye. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just spits up out the chat. So they drop that Titanic one in there and and um, and go. And then the next line I'm gonna leave you at, and I actually did look up this interview. So there's a does anyone remember Eric Steele, old goalkeeper? Yeah. Played for a few yeah. clubs. Derby was one of his clubs, and evidently Eric Steele now is from that area, does some summarizing on local radio. So um Eric Steele done a, a, an interview after the Derby game and no word of a lie what he meant to say was Derby are lacking a little a little nouse about them at the moment but what Eric, what, what Eric still did say was Derby need a little nonce about them <laughs> to, which oh my the, God. 
To which DCFC Stephen says, Eric still thinks Derby need a bit more nonce about them. Not sure it's that disastrous yet, Eric. Hashtag <laughs> DFC, hashtag worn out. So yeah. um, I don't oh, quite know God. if Eric still will be. Well, you've heard it here. Local. You've heard it here first. Derby City are going to sign Adam Johnson. Who are Derby City? <laughs> Derby, Derby County, County even. <laughs> oh, who fucking cares? So, um, yeah, you heard it here first. Derby County are seeking a little nonce. Um, allegedly, there again, for legal reasons, we can't confirm or deny that that's the case. But only, but only a little. Is that with sideburns? Well, they have dwarf one. sideburns. Are we going to have those? We've got elfish sideburns going on, elf as we spoke about earlier. So, uh, small, so, small so nonce of elfish sideburns. Yes. That's Rantasia 1 at a close. Now, just before we close, I just need to just check my list here and tick off that we've covered everything, okay? And please tell me if we have missed anything. So, uh, arseholes, check. Piss, check, in brackets, specifically Marmite piss. Brilliant. Okay. We've also got um, uh, <laughs> domestic violence, check. <laughs> Parasites, check. Criminals, check. Uh, diarrhea. Specifically, a vat of diarrhea, check. <laughs> Human trafficking, check. Hitler, check. Genocide, check. And last but not least, nonce, check. <laughs> I'm familiar. sure Fabulous. I have missed something, but I think we've literally covered all the main points that we planned to beforehand. Am I isn't right? that the other we've name? Looked. That's the other name for a CRB check, isn't it? We've looked in all of the um, dark crevices of social society and everything. First, but listen, fair, just a quick one. two more but, things that I can't even read my own handwriting, to be fair. But, uh, <laughs> that, got, got that bad. Because your tears have hit the page and just diluted all the ink. Pretty much. So, <laughs> I, we'll, we'll say I do want to share... I do want to share a couple of things. Right? I do want to share a couple of things. If you think you've got some better rants... If you think you can bring it, if you think you're actually better at this, that you know, when you've got some shouts you want to get out, why don't you become on our WhatsApp group? It's an open WhatsApp group. The number is 07856506029. That's 07856506029. And if you happen to be in America, that's plus four four and drop the zero. Um, it's probably too much for you anyway, you're too thick. But if you don't actually want to leave a voice message, but just want to put a, te- a bit of text in there of what you feel about your team, I'll happily read it out, Q will read it out, or Bomb will read it out. If, however, you can't be doing with the technology you want to send an email, send an email to shouter at footballrant.com. Shouter at footballrant.com. And also you can send an email to myself, uh, El Chapsticko, Bomb, or Dr. Q, and we will read it and take the piss out of you mercilessly um, if you want. I mean, I've said it before, but I still think when you read that out, it sounds like some sort of 70s Shiza movie that we shouldn't really be advertising. <laughs> but um, the, the, point, the point stands. The point stands. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, there's, some German, there's a lot of German topics going on tonight, which I didn't really see going that way. But um, <laughs> anyway, Rantasia episode one done in the can. Dr. Q, are we happy with that? Can we go live? Can we do this? I think so. I think I can see a lot of things in our future. Most of them. Middlesbrough's in a can. There's a lot of can. There's a lot of can work going on from the Middlesbrough fans for um, Anog. Anog. 
Adam needs to go and fucking have a word with himself. I think what we need to do is put the people we've mentioned in touch with each other in our WhatsApp group and just let it go. Just see what happens. Bit of therapy. Bit of football therapy. Kind of like cockfighting. We just put a load of cocks in a room like chickens I'm talking about. Very concerned on my breed. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Listen, gentlemen. As always, thank you so much. Thank you to our fans. Thank you to our followers. And thank you to everybody that's helped us get to this point. It's going to get worse. Next Red Tays is going to get worse. I can see it. And over to you, Dr. Q. Okay. What can you do to help us? I'll tell you what you can do. You can leave us a review. Doesn't It's not for our egos. Trust me, we, uh, we, we are self-loathing enough. They're um, at rock bottom as it stands. Oh, you can't fucking fix us with nice words. I promise you. Um, but leave lager, us... your lager works, but nice words don't. No, um, if you can leave us a review, it can be about anything. It can be about your breakfast this morning. It can be about um, how shit your football diarrhea. Team is. It can be about a vat of diarrhea. It doesn't fucking matter. Hitler. If you leave us, it can be Hitler. <laughs> why not? Turns out he turns out he comes up in more conversations than I realised about Eric Ten Hag. Um, so if you can leave us a five star review, it helps us with the algorithm and gets us up the charts and that'd be great and we'd be forever grateful and thankful in our very own special way and as uh, El Chapo said write into us and let us know what you think and the more abusive the better nice one cheers chaps um, we'll be back again soon everyone keep an eye out make sure you follow us we'll see you again for Football Random Podcast and if you want to be involved in the next Fantasia do reach out cheers everyone take it easy Salah. bye bye